Olivia, I don't want to hurt you. All I know is, I just want you to be okay. <laughs> that was actually really good. <laughs> um, my best Tom Hiddleston. I don't think I could do a, what is her name, Sophie D. Martino. Or, you're a liar. <laughs> or, you're a liar. Um, I just want revenge. I just, but I'm not you. Oh, that was, yeah. There were, uh, there was a, there were some memes that were going around recently. I probably sent you one. It's like in London several months ago, a bunch of PlayStation 5s got stolen like off of a uh, shipping truck. Mm-hmm. And someone started like saying, like, showing up with my massive uh, colonial bazooka pistol. <laughs> right, you, I'll be having that then. <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, the jokes about like British people and like the way that they would fight are really funny because I just have like have that kind of accent in my mind whenever I, I read those memes they took all the play trolley fives off the trolley wagon <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this from Britain uh, thank you <laughs> and also uh, we hope that you're not offended by our accents because we know that they're really bad also, we know that Americans are not great. So yeah, we're all we're all God's creatures, right, brother? <laughs> Am I right, man? Am I right, man? <laughs> well, Olivia, this is this is a monumental mon <laughs> moment Moment-o-tion. momentous occasion. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Because in case you didn't hear, uh, listener at home, we are sitting across from each other the first time we've recorded a podcast episode together we've been in doing, person. We've been doing this since May of last year, correct? That's when we started? That's correct. And we have yet to do one in person, and, and here we are. And here we are. With with two-thirds of... Two-thirds of flyover film country. Yeah. Um, we're, I decided to make a quick trip to... Just took a picture... And uh, I decided to make a quick trip to, I'll have to retake that because it's really bad, (laughs) to Oklahoma to see Olivia. Um, We got to see Pig earlier today, the new movie from, or of uh, Nicolas Cage and Alex Wolf. Wild movie. We both really liked it. Yeah, I, uh, Pig, sorry, Uh, we probably should have done that. Before we started pre-recording, but here we are. It Getting matter. to hear it real time. So it was really good. I had not watched the trailer beforehand. You hadn't either, right? I had not, and we both discussed on the way to the theater. What if this is like really gory and <laughs> you know unsettling? And it couldn't have been the op- more the opposite. It it was kind. Of, the only way it was like kind of gory was there were a couple of scenes where Nick Cage got the crap beat out of him, yes. and there was some like he had he was bloody, but it wasn't it wasn't like scary or in intense necessarily. I think the most intense scene is maybe the in the part in part one. So yeah, it's, it's good. Yep, it's really good. Please go see it. It's not what you think. It is, which is one reason I think I really liked it. Yeah, I think also going in cold like that, not knowing what to expect, made me appreciate it more or like it more. Yeah, I would agree. So, anyway, yeah. So that's what we did. Go see, go see pig. Um, We got to eat some amazing. uh, It's a cafe, cafe Antigua Mm -hmm. is where we ate. Yeah, cafe. Free shout out to them. I had a smothered burrito with chorizo. 
and avocado. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. A massive burrito. I ate all of it. I was starving. It was so big. Um, and I had eggs and chorizo and potatoes and it was also delicious. So it's been a pretty good day. It's been a great day. Yeah. And now we're recording together. The first one together in person, in person on site, monumental monument <laughs> occasion. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we have been, it's been a week since we've both seen Black Widow. A week and a day. Yes. Eight days. Yes. Is another way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, has your opinion of Black Widow changed at all? At, like since you since it's been out, since you've had time to think about it, uh, since this is a this is a layer over episode. By the way, we're doing this episode over the Loki series, but since we're talking about the MCU as a whole, and really just spoilers, we're going to talk about the whole season. So just if you haven't watched Loki or especially the finale, don't listen to this from here on out. But since we spoiled we've... it in our cold open, so. Oh, yeah. I probably should have said that to begin with. Whoops. But, I mean, not really. It was out of context. It's I out think. of context, but, yes, we are going to be talking anyway. spoilers. Uh, yeah, so this is a layover episode. So, yeah, after talking to people or other people um, besides me about Black Widow, what have your thoughts changed on it at all? I think maybe... It my enthusiasm for it has waned a little bit. Okay. But I still think it's one of the best MCU movies. Do you Did we both say that it was gonna be top like we had it in top five last week? I don't know. Do I don't still? know if we discussed that. No, yeah, we did. I we feel did. Like we did. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. You still have it in top five? I think so. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. I don't I, I could pull that. up I could pull up my letterbox. What about you? Uh, nothing about my opinion of it has really changed. I have heard people say that they, if they haven't seen it, they've heard from other people who've seen it that it felt like more of a filler and wasn't, it didn't really do a whole lot to move the MCU along. Mm-hmm. And I was curious what your thoughts were on that. I was really happy because up until that point we had had, you know, we had had WandaVision, and then we'd had Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and then five episodes of Loki, and then we got mm-hmm. Black Widow, and then we got the finale of Loki mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. I was glad that Black Widow was tactile, dealing with a couple new and very cool characters with mm-hmm. Florence Pugh and David Harbour and Rachel Weisz, um, and that it. I was glad that, that nothing was trying to be moved forward, because okay. WandaVision is, you know obviously setting up something huge mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier sets up Captain America Sam Wilson as a Captain America so I was glad that it was taking a look into the past before moving forward yeah I didn't really care that it that there wasn't some cosmic grand stake mm-hmm. I was glad that it was character focused and you know the you know that that is what I appreciate most in True. Marvel movies like yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp is my favorite Marvel movie and it's just literally Scott Lang not mm-hmm. wanting to be there because yeah. he just wants to be with his daughter and right. not get in trouble with the FBI. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's fair. I think from what I've heard from other people is like, we were never really made to care about Natasha. Like she was really introduced as a, like a, as a sex symbol essentially. Yep. Yep. And so there was really kind of like, okay, well I guess I'll go see it because it's a Marvel movie, but, um, but I think that we really get her character fleshed out in that movie, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. So, yep. 
I definitely feel like everyone should go see Black Widow, mm-hmm. but that's just just my opinion. Yep, it feels in in one one point I want to make on that before we move on is that Black Widow feel and I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. Black Widow feels more like a Bond espionage movie. Of mm-hmm. course, this is existing in a superhero universe. Sure. Big caveat. With that being said, it feels more like a Bond espionage movie than Civil than a uh, Winter Soldier. Okay. In my in my opinion, with when you look at the whole way, yeah. There's there's yes. more there's more straight up tactile tactile like fighting, mm-hmm. and I felt like the whole there was a lot more stealth. There was a lot more like breathing and things, you know, moving to and from each scene. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's like a reunion movie too. Yeah. Um, but it 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 felt like a a Bond movie. Bond is played in the background at yes. at one point too. Yeah. So I mean, it's like kind of overheard. Well, and I I think honestly, I think that that's a fair, like a fair thought because because with like Winter Soldier, it's it, it's more about kind of the like learning that Hydra is still like very much alive and well again moving the the, the mcu, moving forward. The MCU yeah. forward whereas this it i mean it is i don't think that's necessarily a great argument because it absolutely is especially with the final credit like the end credit scene mm-hmm. um and, and you kind of know i mean if you know anything about the mcu you're gonna be like oh well these characters are gonna pop back up again obviously natasha's not but there's no way they'd introduce all these characters just to leave them out again mm-hmm. um and some people are like well it feels a little too like too little too late and it's just like okay that's a fair criticism like yes she should have gotten her own movie mm-hmm. a while ago but also if this movie had come out in 2016 like following civil war david harbour wouldn't have been in it because mm-hmm. stranger things came out that summer for the first season mm-hmm. and then florence Pugh wouldn't have been in it because yep. Midsommar and Little Women had come out. Yep. So, I don't know, those are my thoughts on, on yeah. that. Like, it w- just wouldn't have been what it is. Yep, exactly. And I like what it is. Yep, for sure. So. And and I'm sure that that will, my opinion will change a little bit with future viewings, but I don't know. It's, I just really liked it. I mean, you get, you get some great, you get a lot more intense fight scenes mm-hmm. in Black Widow, too. It would be interesting to compare... Because, I mean, people are comparing it to Winter Soldier anyway. Mm-hmm. So it would just be interesting to compare, like, shot for shot, which movie has better fight scenes. Because you can, you get the the knife flip scene from Civil, yeah, from was, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And Yelena does it too in Black mm-hmm. Widow. But I was astounded by how glued I was to the, sc- to the screen for mm-hmm. every scene where there's hand-to-hand combat yes. and not cutting away like yes in a way that kind of takes away from the you know the whole viscerality of the scene so yeah i i like the way they shot the fight scenes because i think especially have, especially when they're in the apartment together and they're just yes, like beating the crap out of each other fight scene. yeah i think maybe you've sent me this video i don't remember who's where i first saw it but it's basically talking about how like with the Bourne movies that kind of changed the way that fight scenes were recorded and mm-hmm. it talked about like there was the first Bourne movie that showed like kind of these very quick cuts and how they um, how they definitely move the fight scenes along along but then there's other action movies 
I think they talked about Taken and how I think it was Taken 3 the fight scenes were just cut so there were so many like quick well, it was shots. because Liam Neeson couldn't like climb over a fence or something yeah, or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was these there's so many quick shots that it just was it it's kind of exhausting to watch it that right. it's just not it's not entertaining it's exhausting right and the winter soldier is not exhausting and i'm not saying no. even that black widow is a better movie than winter soldier i'm just saying that i think i like it more because it's i just like that it's its own thing which yes. is yeah i don't know I don't, i'm not big on objectivity beyond the ones that we can like really agree on yeah. but yeah so that's yeah okay some follow-up thoughts on black widow all right since yeah that episode came out oh almost a week ago now yeah or our episode about that yep uh had to follow up we had to follow up so going back to loki though holy crap we have we have been together for several hours today and we have not really talked about our thoughts on the finale Yep. Do do we want to just kind of dive into the the that episode, or do we want to do a recap? Let's do a really quick recap. Okay. Season or episode one. Loki land like escapes from the Avengers, uh, post post events of the scene in the first End Game. Oh yeah. In End Game, yeah, where he grabs the Tesseract and leaves. He lands in the like Gopi Desert or something. He starts monologuing to the people about his glorious purpose. The TVA come out and grab him. He basically, episode one, comes to realize he gets a he gets a um, you know a deconstruction of his character mm-hmm. from Mobius, played by Owen Wilson, who was so good. Um, and then at the end, when he realizes that Infinity Stones in the TVA are used as paperweights, mm-hmm. he ponders whether the TVA is the greatest power in the universe. Yes. And that one deconstructs him and he starts to realize how insignificant he is in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. and that he's never going to be able to rule. He he comes to that conclusion really quickly at the end yes. of episode one, which yeah. is so good and that drew me in so fast. Mm-hmm compared to the previous two Marvel shows because I could immediately tell that they knew that they were going, knew where they were going with this and the end of this season was going to be like monumental. (laughs) I keep going back to that word, but (laughs) monumental for the whole MCU moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then you're significantly better at the the recap than i was well i don't remember what happens in episode two except at the end so so episode two he convinces them to let him work for yes yeah he's like he's like okay well you know what you know who's gonna be good at catching a loki me a loki because i'm loki because i'm the best loki and so they're like oh okay he's still boastful this is like 2012 avengers loki so it's it's cool seeing that kind of added swagger Yes, because yeah. throughout the rest of the MCU, based on the actual timeline, or what was the actual timeline that we saw, he did have this pretty good character arc where he, you know, eventually, at you know, at the end of Thor Ragnarok and at the beginning of Infinity War, you see Loki actually trying to be brotherly to Thor and wants to, like, do right by, by his people and all that kind of stuff, and then... He, he dies at the very beginning of Infinity War. And seeing him relive that in episode one is pretty That's, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it kind of it goes back to the question, do you want to know how you die? I don't. And I don't. Yep. I don't. 
I would ignorance is bliss, baby. Yeah. So he goes to work for for the TVA. And is it in it's an episode that's what it is. It's an episode two that he pitches to Mobius. They have a lot of great conversations mm-hmm. in that episode. He pitches to Mobius <clears throat> excuse me. What if she's hiding or what we find out is she, Lady Loki, aka Sylvie. What if this variant is hiding in apocalypses because mm-hmm. you can't you can't create nexus events? You can't create nexus events in apo- like these like world ending right. scenarios right. because it's going to end anyway. So like right. that's when Loki takes Mobius to Vesuvius. Vesuvius, which is a funny scene. And he's like, it doesn't matter what we do. I can tell all these people all kinds of things. And it doesn't matter because this is going to end anyway. Yep. And so, and and you see like on Mobius's little like radar thing that nothing's going off, even though. No Nexus event. Yeah. Low key is like, you guys are going to die. Like here, that volcano is going to erupt in however many seconds and that kind of thing. So, and, and for those of you who are like, okay, what's a Nexus event? That's the kind of, that's hinted at in. WandaVision mm-hmm. and it's basically some some sort of event that branches off from the the kind of predetermined sacred timeline, timeline. Uh, yeah as explained by the TVA yeah, yeah as explained by the TVA yeah so um then at the end of that episode mm-hmm. they go to Alabama in 2035 and they find uh, Loki stumbles upon Sylvie and it's a great reveal. She takes her hood off and she has uh, similar horns as Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, but so one is broken. But one is broken, which is a cool touch. And she's played by uh, Sophia. Uh, so. Sophia De-, De Martino. It's Sophia De Martino. Yeah. Yep. And she's great. She's it's the lighting's great and ominous foreshadowing mm-hmm. who this character is going to become. She walks through a TVA portal and Loki follows her. And then is episode three Lamentus? Episode three is Lamentus. Yep. Where... How did you feel about the purple setting of this episode? Okay. I, so... Here's the thing. It, like, a lot of this season looked really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think this episode looked very good. I think... Is it Lamentus? I think it's Lamentus that was my least favorite episode mm-hmm. of the season. There's some interesting things in it, but it's a little slow. It's slow. There's a lot yeah. of just dialogue, which is okay because you find out a lot of stuff about Sylvie and you yep. find out stuff about Loki. This is the episode where we find out Loki is bisexual. And you find out that everyone in the TVA is a variant. Yes. Which is a huge, huge reveal. Huge reveal. Um, <laughs> what's funny about it being purple is have you ever seen... People on Twitter talk about the bisexual lighting. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Oh, is it? You know oh, what I'm about? I think I think so, I can. Yeah. Imagine so, what you're about. <laughs> uh, it's talking about. Let me see if I can pull it up. So it's like the simultaneous use of pink, purple, and blue lighting to represent bisexual characters, and so I was thinking about that throughout this episode yep. because I remember people before I watched it, people were like, "Oh, finally, it's confirmed. He is." He is bisexual, and it was just kind of funny to me. I don't know if that was purposeful or not, but... Yeah, maybe it was. So, anyway, because... Sorry. I was going to say, what is her name? Kate Heron is also bisexual, and she directed all the episodes. 
So I don't know if that's what that was for or not. But mm-hmm. anyway, Lamentus was my least favorite episode. Yep. I think. It was good, but it just was kind of slow. They basically, it starts out with her trying to get into the Time Lord's uh, lair to, to kill them. Loki shows up and saves her because there's something about her that he doesn't know why, but he's, he saves her. They disappear from the TVA, land in Lamentis, and she's like, oh my gosh, this place is going to be destroyed by another moon or a planet crashing into it or something. And then you find out that uh, those other bits of information that we mentioned before, and then th- that episode ends with them failing to get on the ship, and you think they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? And then the next episode, I think this happens in the next episode, Mm -hmm. where they basically, it's called the Nexus event, event, which, so that makes sense. So basically they have this very like tender moment where I think. They they both think they're going to die. They both think they're going to die, but they have this like almost like, this like sexual tension essentially. Yep. Where it's like, okay, there clearly something is going on there. And so it creates a nexus event mm-hmm. that was off the charts and something they had never seen before. And so the TVA sends a doorway or like sends that doorway thing up. The gold doorways, yeah. yeah. Portals. Portal. There we go. That was the word I was looking Portal. for. And so they end up getting back to the TVA, but they're both immediately arrested mm-hmm. and so it was either die on lamentus which is a different planet yep. s- several centuries in the future isn't it yeah something like that uh so it was either die on lamentus or you know take their luck with the cva yep um so all, they- all the while the tva is freaked out because you can't basically they're destroying people who are causing the sacred timeline to diverge from something and so Mm -hmm. that's like their whole work and their life's whole work and it's basically eliminating free will which is set up early on i don't know if we mentioned that yeah Uh, but free will is kind of like a huge from the beginning a huge role Mm -hmm. uh, or a huge theme and then loki's trying to explain to mobius like this is what we're doing i think there's something else going on mobius doesn't believe him he throws him into a little Time loop. time loop where Lady Sif kicks him in the balls mm-hmm. over and over and he eventually learns that he is that's when she says you will always be alone like no yeah. one will ever love you yeah and you will always be alone you're yeah. pathetic freaking brutal <laughs> it's it's brutal because at first he's like oh whatever 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 but then it wears on him and over time yeah. yeah after you know going through that cycle so many times he's like okay I suck. Yep. And he, he kind of like has this like very vulnerable moment where he is, he has with Lady Sif where he's just like, I, I did this. I thought it was funny and it's not. Yep. I was re- very arrogant and very rude. Cause he like cut her hair or something. And she was like, you did this. This is yep. all you. And he does something he never does. And is admits, apologizes. Yeah. He apologizes and admits that he, does these things to feel better about himself because he feels so insecure. Mm-hmm. And then Mobius all the while is trying to interview Sylvie, but 
what is his boss's name? Ravona? Yeah, Judge Renslayer. Renslayer. Renslayer won't let him. What happens where... What What happens to where... Um, does Sylvie break Loki out or vice versa? How do they end up in the Timekeeper's chambers? So... They're brought before them, right? They're brought before them. Hunter B-15, who mm-hmm. is the one that Sylvie, like, basically enchants yep. when they're... In episode two. Yes, in episode two. Uh, Hunter B-15, you can tell something has changed in her after that's happened. She's a little more, she thinks something is going on too. Yeah, so. and you can tell that. And she goes into Sylvie's holding cell and is like, what did you do to me? How did you make me see those things? Well, so this is a second Hunter that Sylvie has, has enchanted. And she was like, I didn't put those scenes in your mind those are memories and she was like show me and so they go back to alabama where that hurricane's about to hit Mm -hmm. and um she sylvie shows hunter b15 all Mm -hmm. these memories and so from there she shows they go back and i think mobius Oh, Mobius goes and tries to figure out what happened to Hunter C twenty, who is the first right um, person, very or uh, Hunter that Sylvie had enchanted, mm-hmm. and she had been killed or pruned by the TVA because the t- like she kept saying, "You guys have like taken us hostage. We're variants. I had a life. I had friends. Mm-hmm. All this stuff." And Mobius figures that out. Yep. And so then he's like, he goes back and gets Loki and he's like, Loki, this is, you're right. Yep. We have to go. And then I don't. So, okay. From there, from there, they go. Oh, I know what happens. Yeah. Because from there, uh, when they return from the time loop, because he goes and gets him in the time loop. And when he comes back, Renslayer and company are there. And that's, that's when she, she prunes Mobius. Mobius. Which is like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, and then... And then they get taken to the timekeepers. And then they get taken to the timekeepers. You find out the timekeepers are Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. And then... There's a big fight. There's a big fight. Renslayer prunes Loki. Mm-hmm. And then, is it right after that Sylvie prunes herself? That's the next episode. The, so, yeah, so in the this... next episode, she, she and Renslayer... What's episode five called? Journey into the mystery. So they go. They so, form an un, uh, shaky alliance. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but you learn there's an end credit scene after episode four where Loki wakes up and he sees what you think are originally three, and then you see a fourth one, and you realize these are other Lokis, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the end, and you're just like wait what's going on yep. and then next episode sylvie and renslayer are like we're gonna form an alliance because she renslayer's like i want to know what's going on too yep and then she like double crosses sylvie and sylvie in episode five is like well i'm just gonna prune myself yep and so she prunes herself then go back to the void which is where everything Loki, gets dumped like everything that yeah. gets pruned gets dumped in there and there's like you see a bunch. You see the Thanos copter, which is yeah. like a big comic book Easter egg. You see the Avengers Tower that has 
a Q-E-N-G, which is an iteration of Kang the Conqueror, oh. a.k.a. Yeah, the, I don't know yeah, if you saw I that. I didn't see that. A.k.a. Jonathan Majors. You see uh, Throg. Yeah, you see Thor the Frog. Thor the Frog a in a jar trying to get Mjolnir. Uh, we have to see a buddy cop movie animated or otherwise <laughs> with him in alligator loki <laughs> yes yeah that could be a what if episode like episode it honestly could i, would, I, I, I feel be. like because people i loved alligator loki i know yes. he was very popular croaky croaky there um, so they episode five you you see all these different versions of loki you see uh loki kid loki who killed thor which is like what the hell like (laughs) how did that happen and then boastful loki uh and then richard e grant Mm -hmm. played classic loki he was he was so good he was probably my highlight of that episode he's just a great actor love him um sylvie prunes herself gets into the void there's a purple cloud that's eating everything it's called a lieth she realizes that she can enchant it and then the she and loki she and loki share a moment by the lake mm-hmm. um and he like conjures a really thin tablecloth for them to cuddle under and it's just like a sweet moment and she says can you how do i know you're not going to betray me in the end and he's like you don't you still don't trust me <laughs> like yeah. and uh mobius leaves to go back to the tva because he realizes that everything's a lie and Loki and Sylvie confront Eliath and they successfully enchant it with the help from classic Loki mm-hmm. who Apper who um who who caught creates a huge illusion of Asgard to mm-hmm. distract Eliath. And there's something cool that he said. He said Loki all these all you versions of Loki use knives, but we're so powerful. We don't need to use knives to kill people we right. have all these crazy powers and it was cool seeing that on display and kind of reminded loki like we i am powerful mm-hmm. like i don't have to use you know you don't have to be uh kind of not min- not remiss dismissed no i don't know what i'm trying to yeah i'm not i'm not sure either, what, but it's okay <laughs> you don't have to be uh you, you don't have to just kind of just use your brains. shrink yourself yeah down to only using knives like like they're very they're very powerful like loki's are powerful so so the episode ends with them seeing the citadel of time and they Mm -hmm. walk through episode two or very last episode i'm gonna do this real quick because like we're gonna talk mostly about the finale because it's just it changes everything for marvel everything um marvel cinematic universe they they walk in miss minutes appears offers them a deal they're like no we want to see him jonathan Mm -hmm. majors comes down the uh elevator and he's in his purple and gold attire like ozymandias he's super suave Mm -hmm. he um he says you're finally here i have a i have a pack to show you or i have have a pack for you they try to kill him in the or sylvie tries to kill him in the elevator they're both like freaked out but sylvie's like you're just a man and he and just a little bit easier to kill he knows exactly what they're trying to do um he tells them basically explains to them i'm i'm he who remains i i am the one who set up the tva and i maintain the sacred timeline to ensure universal peace across every single multiverse because all the versions of me across 
the multiverses were worse than me. Mm-hmm. So you came to kill me, but you and you thought I was the devil, but actually I'm the one who protects you. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what you were going to do mm-hmm. and um you're welcome. It's he is so good. So, <laughs> Jonathan Majors rules. Jonathan Majors this, is going to have a fantastic career. Like well, he already ha- yeah, does have like yeah. um like an amazing track record so far. He is going to play the um the villain in Rocky or Creed three. Yes. Which will be really fun. Yes. And I think we talked about that on mm-hmm. our most recent monthly movie recap. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so he yeah, he's gonna be great and we And he's gonna get to play like a ton of different versions of this brilliant, like maniacal yes. character with all these different uh as Kang the Conqueror. Technically, like in this episode he is he who remains. Right. But he's, he's he is Kang. He's Kang. There's a level of differentiation, but Right. And we already knew he was gonna be in the MCU because he's going to play Kang the Conqueror in mm-hmm. Ant Man the Wasp. Yeah, Ant Man. And so, yeah, in Quantumania. So so we knew something crazy was going to happen because Kang the Conqueror, I think in the comics, he's like worse than Thanos. He will in in what's what ends up happening is like Loki. We'll talk more about like why it's so tragic what happens. Mm -hmm. But Loki tries to Loki's the god of mischief and he can see that this dude is not lying. Like he's telling the truth and he's like. Sylvie don't kill him like I really think that he's telling the truth she kicks him through the portal she kills uh the he who remains and back and she knows immediately that she made a mistake because mm-hmm. he's like I won like see you on the other side and then he who remains is dead um and also there's an important moment where he like crosses a threshold where he doesn't know what's gonna happen in the future yeah. which is super the way he sold that was really good I was kind of like wait, wait what is happening mm-hmm. because he's like just complete like awe crosses his face as his uh omniscient knowledge is stripped Done. away and, yeah. and comes to an end so yeah um and so loki back at the tva he's freaking out all these people are running around and he's trying to find mobius and he mm-hmm. finally finds mobius and hunter b15 and Mobius has no idea who he is. Yep. And then he looks over and there's a statue of Kang. Right. Where the time or he used remains. to be. Yeah. And yep. so he sees that and Mobius is like, you're an analyst, right? Like what, what's going on? Like mm-hmm. what's happening for you? And he like calls in backup because Loki is like, what, are, what is happening? What's yep. going on? Yep. And that's, and that's how it ends. That's how it ends. I have a question for you because if I don't ask you this, I'm going to forget. Okay. Some people I know are pretty upset that, and this goes back to Lamentis, okay. are pretty upset that Loki is bisexual. Okay. And overall, like, inclusivity mm-hmm. and thinking about different races, different genders, different orientations. Mm-hmm. The MCU is, all of that is coming. Mm-hmm. What, are your, what are your thoughts? Have you heard any comments from people you know or anything like that? Because I don't know what to tell people. I don't know. I'm just like, I think I s- told someone, uh, Loki, Loki's not hurting you. <laughs> like, Yeah. I I mean, this. I, I think this character's been around for so long in the MCU, they probably could have hinted at that sooner. But also, yeah. I don't know when they would have where it wasn't like 
forced. Like, this... I think that we could argue that maybe this was forced, but I think that, like, that specific conversation between him and Sylvie was a genuine conversation, whereas if it was, like, in Thor or, you know... Brother, you were laying with the man, were you not? Like, uh... Yeah, it would have been... Like, okay, like, kind of backdoor, like, Mm -hmm. lazy way of bringing that up. So, I... I'm I'm fine with the way they wrote it in. Um, I I don't have any issues with it. I think that like great for inclusivity and and if I I mean if you're concerned about not you but like you as a whole are concerned about um, flyover country flyover country concerned yeah. about concerned about you know LGBT and all the different types of you know races being represented in the mcu you might want to just go ahead and stop watching yeah honestly because it's it's just going to be even more so i mean think about uh shang chi is Mm -hmm. you know our first chinese uh hero we've got a black captain america now uh the eternals is i think there might be what one or two white mm-hmm. people in Eternals, and one of the characters is going to be gay in Eternals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just it's it's coming. So, if if you're upset about it, then I guess you should just stop watching. Yep. Or rant about it on Twitter and be annoying to everyone who follows you. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, do you have any thoughts on it? No, I just want to see what see what you thought because the the lighting the. What what did you bisexual say? It's called bisexual lighting. lighting. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, very pretty. But yeah, uh, it's yeah, like that so. awakens something in me. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're talking. Now about that it. we're talking about it, actually. Um, yeah. No. I. Yeah. What What was What did you think was going to happen at the end? I had no of, idea. Yeah, I, I I didn't. Part of it was like I was. I didn't have the time uh, in my schedule to like even theorize about it. I was just yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. I figured that it was going to be Kang. Um, but I thought also maybe I don't I don't know. I think I think I actually may have had in the back of my mind like it's going to be him. Like what else would they do? Yeah, you know? I I didn't think he was going to be in most of the episode. I thought it was going to be It's like literally maybe. like a conversation. Yeah. Like that's how it all ends and how, like the exposition is so gripping because you're realizing this is on a completely different mm-hmm. level. Like he says to Loki, like or he says to Sylvie, you like, you've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And then he points to Loki and says, and you, you're a flea on the back of a dragon. You're just along for the ride. Yeah. And that's kind of a good, uh, way to encapsulate. Like y'all have no idea what's coming. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and also I feel like that all kind of encapsulates Loki's whole character throughout the MCU is like, yep. He has and especially been, in this season. Yes, yeah. especially in this season, he you know was he's just kind of been Thor's brother this whole time, and mm-hmm. so he's been kind of along for the ride. But especially in in his own series, he has been kind of along for the ride. Yeah. Um. But yeah, King the Conqueror showing up was kind of surprising to me. I wasn't expecting that. I, I maybe like I, I knew a lot of people were theorizing. He was going to show up and we knew he was going to show up at some point in the MCU anyway, mm-hmm. but I wasn't expecting Jonathan majors to be right there front and center jumping for, on for, the desk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, that soon. 
I was expecting maybe a mid credit scene or something like that, but not the entirety of the episode. Mm-hmm. So are you happy that there was no massive fight scene? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, there was a fight scene between Loki and Sylvie. Sure. That I really liked. Relatively brief compared to the last two. Right. Disney plus finales. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was there was way less of a fight scene or major of a fight scene. Uh, in Loki than there was in WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of glad that they're... Because we're going to see... We're going to see King the Conqueror fight at some point. Yep. So it's not like, oh, we missed out. And he's going to have his, his Creed three body and it's going to be like, y'all, right. y'all are going down. That, I mean, John... I mean, <laughs> he's already... He was... He was uh, he's a fit man. In The Five Bloods, he was fit. Uh-huh. In... Have you... Did you ever watch Lovecraft Country? I watched like the first three episodes. Okay. I mean, dude is is like ripped yeah. in that. No, he's he's a fit. He's man. a fit man. Yep. So it's going to be even more so with his Creed and MCU body. I think I am going to double check this real quick. But one of the one of my fa- other than Richard E. Grant, Hunter uh, B. Fifteen actor Wunmi Mosaku mm-hmm. was really really good mm-hmm. and she also appears in lovecraft country as one of the primary characters which i, I was like i recognized her from somewhere yes. yeah, yeah, yeah um she's also in the the horror movie his house that came out last year mm-hmm. that's a uh, very thoughtful thoughtful yeah. thrill ride she is really good mm-hmm. so but I, great great cast gugu mbathu Ra. it's awesome yeah like, yep everyone everyone was good everyone was really good uh so something i thought about as we were talking loki doesn't know about the the snap or the blip where mm-hmm. he, he doesn't well, know about any of that that all happens on you look at the citadel mm-hmm. you look at all the timelines mm-hmm. branching off and you're kind of like this is the most meta mm-hmm. first of all most meta marvel series but it also i think this might be some of the best because it uh, some of the best in mcu content in general because mm-hmm. you're like looking at existence mm-hmm. like multiple existences and stuff and yes. you're kind of like wait, wait wait is it good that there are more lives and more choices being made mm-hmm. or is it bad that the one good one is being disrupted and you're kind of like well i don't know in the terms of in terms of this like superhero mm-hmm. story saga but it, i don't know it kind of makes you like think yeah it's pretty it's, it's kind of pretty deep. existential yeah because there there were times where i was thinking about like predetermination versus free will and figuring that out and and just being like uh i don't want to think about this anymore because <laughs> it yeah. was uh, i just was like i can't i can't devote that much mental energy to that right now yep. it's getting a little t- terrence malick on so, us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway yeah i it i mean going back to what you were saying about yeah. like the blip and the snap and stuff both of those things are kind of like like we're already like they are already paling in comparison yeah in terms of what is ahead we were yes. talking about how like black widow didn't move everything forward well like this exploded everything. This, this is yeah. just shoveling everything forward. Yep. Just a big giant 
push off the the cliff kevin feige pushed us all off yes uh, the cliff into the water yeah so we talked about this earlier because i showed you what one of my friends sent me about this like marvel headline marvel news headline that said because a lot of people were really upset about the eternals trailer saying we have never interfered with the humans before until mm. now and everyone was like what what are you guys doing now yep. where were you guys during the whole like infinity saga now they're like yo we're gonna protect like life as you know it right and so i <laughs> existence as you know it so this that marvel headline things like showed basically a side-by-side picture of i think salma hayek's character mm. in eternals and the timeline and it's like Oh, they're coming oh, that's because what it is. the yep. timeline is is effed, meffed up. So, uh, so that that's how they're gonna they're gonna tie in, and then you can look forward and see like a couple things. Like, obviously, Ant Man, Quantumania, we mm-hmm. knew that Kang was gonna be a mm-hmm. primary pro- protagonist in that. Um, what else? Shank. Or Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, which is the next Marvel movie that's coming out in September. That's gonna deal with some. I'm I'm assuming that there's going to be some kind of multiverse thing in it. Spider-Man, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I feel like Shang-Chi will probably maybe be more of a standalone movie, and probably. then the end credit scene is going to tie it in somehow. Yeah, that's probably a good prediction. It, Spider-Man will be Spider-Man. all multiverse, and Doctor Strange. Yes, Spider-Man, this... And this, I don't know if you saw this, but people asked soon as as soon as the Loki finale aired, everyone was like, "Okay, well now we need a Spider-Man trailer because mm-hmm. that movie's coming out in December." Did you know that? Yeah, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I was it's talking about it the fast. other day at small group with some of uh, some of the people in my small group because we were talking about Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. and and one one of the girls was like, it, "Spider-Man's coming out in December, isn't it?" And I was yeah. like no and i looked it up and i was like oh you know what it is i don't think it'll get bumped i think that i think marvel marvel made so much money on black widow oh yeah like 80 million dollars last weekend and i think last weekend they made 60 million on just disney disney plus, plus which is mind-blowing which is crazy yeah. so yeah i i don't think that spider-man is going to be, be pushed back i think that they're going to keep it where it is because i think have they finished filming I think so. I believe so. So, I think my theory is they we will get a trailer soon. Mm-hmm. I think that they're gonna at least wait a week. I would like to, for one to release sometime next week, but I don't know if that's actually gonna happen. But yep. I figured they probably wanted to give everyone some time to finish the trailer or to finish the season finale of Loki before yep. they're like, all right, and here's the multiverse coming yep. at you. There you go. So. Would this be, do you want to see, assuming that they are, mm-hmm. do you want to see Garfield and Maguire in the trailer, or do you want to be surprised in the movie? I I kind of love being surprised by stuff like that. Yep. So part of me thinks that that's what they're going to do with the trailer, mm-hmm. is just leave them out, and then maybe the last trailer they might hint at it what do you what do you how would you I, i'm thinking i'm thinking kind of what you're thinking is because we know that like it's been confirmed jamie fox is going to be in it mm-hmm. alfred, alfred molina is right. going to be in it like they will show up in the trailer mm-hmm. i'm assuming i bet jamie fox might have a red and yellow or a yellow and green 
type of costume mm-hmm. if he's from another multiverse. But I bet Alfred Molina will be from that Spider-Man. I hope so. Because, man, great. Spider-Man 2 is fantastic. He, he is a great Dr. Octopus. Those arms are awesome. He's my favorite Spider-Man villain, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I think. Yeah. And then I bet we'll, I bet we'll see the two of them in the Maguire and Garfield in the movie. Yeah. And it'll be like, holy... Because Spider-Man is in the MCU is kind of like the unsung hero for twists mm-hmm. because yeah. in, the, in homecoming you get the twist. Oh, Michael Keaton is her dad. Yes. And then in no way or uh, far, far from, from home, home, you get, Oh, he's not really Magneto. He's using a bunch of drones Mysterio. and Jake Gyllenhaal just like sells it. Yeah. So I bet they're, they're going to be like, Oh shoot. Oh shoot. Like they're, yeah. there've been a couple Spider-Men there the whole time or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Which would be really cool. I really want them to bring in a Miles Morales at some I point. I think they will. I think they will. Well, I'm almost positive they will. And I think we've talked about this. It just makes I've, it makes sense. I mean, we're going back to like diversity and right, inclusion. Yeah. Like, well, and, and after, especially after the success of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yep. I mean, for sure. But also, Donald Glover's character in Homecoming is Aaron Dave, Davis. Yes, Aaron Davis. And he's the Prowler. And Aaron Davis is the uncle of Miles Morales. So, mm-hmm. so in Homecoming, he says something like, "You know, I've got nephews out here that I want to protect and all this stuff." So, it he's hinted at already. Just when they bring him in, who knows? Yep. And I don't know. That could they could put him on like the Young Avengers, which mm-hmm. um, Young Avengers is the other thing. Kang tells Sylvie and um, Loki, I don't know if we ever actually outlined this. He says, you can either kill me and continue uh, the work of the TVA instead, Mm -hmm. or I can send you back to your timelines and you can be together. Yeah. And that is how a dictator talks. He says, you can either do this or this. Right. And Loki knows that he's how many steps behind he can't he can't outthink this guy because sure. because he can tell it's on a different level and that's why he tries to figure he tries to tell sylvie to chill out but when they when they said why would you just give up your life's work mm-hmm. and he said i'm tired i'm older than i look mm-hmm. and this is a game for the power for the hungry mm-hmm. for the young, for and, the hungry. young and hungry yep yeah. which points to young avengers right so and we're already kind of getting that like Florence Pugh, uh, I mean Tom Holland, and Russell White's pretty young. He's like, well, so in his 30s. I think, I think, White Kate Russell, Bishop, yeah. So Kate Bishop, who Cassie Lang, we for yeah. sure know is going to be in in uh, Hawkeye. I almost said Loki, Hawkeye, and then Cassie Lang, and uh, what is the the old man's name? Bradley, Isaiah Bradley, his grandson. Yep in the comics is also a young Avenger. I think White Russell's character and Florence Pugh's character are going to be more Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers. Yeah. I, I don't know if if or like Thunderbolts. Yeah, probably yeah, Thunderbolts. I I kinda say those two interchangeably. But yeah, I, I, I think that it'll probably be something similar where they aren't necessarily good guys, but they're not necessarily bad guys either. So mm-hmm. either way I'm very excited for the future of the MCU. I feel like kind of like 
re- rejuvenated, I guess. I was getting I was getting kind of worried, especially after Falcon Winter yeah. Soldier. I was like, I, I did I did really like the finale. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people did not like Sam's new costume, and I was like, I, I think it's pretty I think dope. It's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it looks like what it does in the comic too. Yep. And I just I think it's cool. I kind of hope that they go. Like with the the new characters that are coming up, I mm-hmm. hope that they have a more comic book feel to them because they did that with Scarlet Witch. Yep, her not quite as like, uh, not like her sexual costume yeah, in Avengers like too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's it's it looks more like the comic book version. Sam Wilson's Captain America costume looks like the one in the comics yep. and so I kind of hope they do that more yep uh I mean I guess we'll see but anyway yeah so I I'm just looking forward to this what in this in this reinvents it and Marvel will I mean until probably until the end of time because this is just massively successful yeah financially uh <laughs> they'll just continue to reinvent every I guess eight years yeah. or something, eight years, 10 years. And yeah. we'll just get some more fun stuff. And what's cool is um, kind of like what we're saying with Kang is Jonathan Majors will get to play a lot of different versions mm-hmm. of this character. Other actors will get to play different versions of this character yes. because you get people like, apparently I didn't know this until recently, but there's a, someone who becomes iron lad. Who's like iron man, but he's a kid and he's a version of Kang. And so oh. they're 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 different people, so they don't all look like Jonathan Majors, yeah. if well, I'm not understanding which, that correctly. Which is gonna make sense, like that makes sense because look at all the Loki variants. Exactly. So that's gonna make sense. Um, oh, that's interesting that one of his variants is Iron Lad, mm-hmm. because we're getting and he might he did I already say he was a young Avenger. No, yeah, he he, he becomes a young Avenger in the comics, so he might infiltrate the young Avengers and then destroy it or something. somehow yeah like he, well and yeah. also we're getting uh iron heart which yep. is that's another uh what is that character's name Riri 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 williams. williams yeah she basically takes over the mantle of of iron man mm-hmm. and she i don't i don't know if in the comics she ever becomes part of the young avengers but who cares like they're yep. gonna do whatever they want anyway so yep. um she very well could become a part of the young avengers mm-hmm. um Regardless, this series, this season finale has completely altered everything that we maybe had ex- had thought was going to happen or was expecting. Like, we knew the timeline was going to be somewhat messed up because of, like, Wanda. And we knew Multiverse and Madness was going to be the next Doctor Strange movie. But this has completely, like, blown it's like, the top off. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah that's, that's what happened. Yeah. So we're we've covered a lot of ground yeah. and a lot of a lot of different things moving forward. Um, a couple of interesting thing things. Kate Heron, director for this season, is not returning, and she said, "I'm working on some other stuff to be announced," which sounds like other Marvel stuff. Because she's discussed on other sources, like uh, or like the pl- the playlist did a an interview with her and she said she's working on like a comic book and some other stuff Mm -hmm. um because she likes she said she wants to do something in each medium yeah and but she i would not be surprised if she came back and did some stuff for marvel because 
apparently she had a great time working yeah. on this. Well, all that's listed right now f- uh, for her on IMDb for her filmography, it says upcoming projects, and there's only one, and it says untitled Kate Heron project. So there, there's yep. nothing. So who knows what she's actually going to be doing. She's She di- directed a couple episodes of Sex Education, which is on Netflix. She has... Um, looks like she's done some shorts like short films so i i imagine that especially with the success of loki her career is going to kind of go wherever she wants it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is great and i imagine she doesn't want to do season two well she didn't she was told she was not informed that there was going to be a season two okay if you read her statement it's like oh she wasn't she wasn't in the loop which is which is fine because this this holistically, I think, was the best Disney Plus. I series think it's the best one to, be, to date. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and and I wouldn't be surprised to if she just opted not to mm-hmm. do a season two because it's pretty demanding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and well, it's gonna work. And this is the only one that has been at this point confirmed for a season two. WandaVision, uh-huh. we're not getting a season two. They haven't said whether or not. I imagine they're not gonna get do a second season of Falcon and Winter Soldier because. He's not Falcon anymore. Yep. He's Captain America. And we know. And they do that little like title change at the end of the series. Which I appreciated. But I I would like them to have those be individual chapters. Yeah. And they're now moving forward with other things. Right. And especially since we're getting Captain America Mm 4 with Sam Wilson. I don't know if they're going to do another Falcon Mm -hmm. and Winter Soldier show or season. So. So, yeah, there's that. Also. I wonder too if she, if they already have an idea of what they want to do with season two, and yes, they yeah. want it to be because it's Loki. We can do a show, a season about literally any Loki, mm-hmm. and so maybe bring in a different character. Yeah, I like Crokey. <laughs> do a whole season about Crokey. my man Crokey who bites off the hand of right another now. Loki. Yeah. So did you know? Did you notice that he was sipping wine out of the? the inflatable pool yes. i didn't notice that until later <laughs> that's hilarious. yeah that's it was great croaky is i think my favorite what do you think is ahead for this version of loki because we for get the, the tom hiddleston version yes we're at the end of this season because i noticed that when he opens his eyes like at the end right before he goes to find mobius he, he's not hardened or angry mm-hmm. Because he had every right to be jaded and like, sure. all of this is messed up. I'm, I'm moving on. I was betrayed. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he he has the most. Com- I would say the most compelling character arc. In sure. I would say in totality because it's like in the MCU because mm-hmm. up there would be obviously Robert Downey Jr.'s mm-hmm. Iron Man because he learns to be selfless Mm -hmm. and you see how selfish he is at the very beginning Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say like there's a almost like a parallel character arc with loki and tony stark because they both start out as super arrogant super cocky yep i'm only concerned about me for different reasons obviously they come from very different backgrounds Mm -hmm. but it's you see both of these characters grow and develop over the course of our time with them. And so 
yeah, you're right. He, he very well when he we see him back at the TVA in the finale. You think he could break bad? Like that's kind of what I was waiting to see. I was like, what's he gonna do? And yeah. then he's like, I got to go tell Mobius because mm-hmm. we have to do something. We have to do something. Yeah, which is the most altruistic Loki that we've seen. Yes. In this, yeah, in this series, and yeah. even even like, I mean, it's on the level of him sacrificing himself right. for Thor in Infinity War. So. Right. Yeah. So I don't honestly know what what's to come for Tom Hilson's Loki. Did you I, see that he said he would play Loki? I was about until, to say yeah. I saw that you posted yep. that, yep. and so uh, which you know and what? He, and he like in one season of TV he reached that status mm-hmm. where people were like, we want we want Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man for forever, but mm-hmm. like the way that they've set up Loki now is like he could show up like anywhere and be like yes Loki's here you know what I mean like the same way that that RDJ was which I think for a lot of people that's where he already was anyway yeah because that's I mean why else would they have kept him around all this time Mm -hmm. he's been I mean and he says this at one point in the show is like I've lost track of how many times I've been killed (laughs) yeah I mean because again dude has been killed how many times in the mcu he got killed once in thor once in thor the dark world mm-hmm. and then infinity, infinity war. war so so yeah i i don't know what's to come do you have theories on like what's to come or i think hopes? he'll i think he he's not going to be like the leader of the avengers or anything but i think he might be an avenger like in whenever we get the two or three part Mm -hmm. you know avengers movies Mm -hmm. for phase four Four. and or five Five. yeah probably probably this will probably be like an end of phase five type of thing he'll show up as an avenger i think because he's now good yes like he's not well and it goes back to like in one of the episodes they say he says no one's totally good and no No one's one's totally totally evil yeah um and he's good now that he's embraced why he makes evil decisions yes so like yeah and i think that's great i think that's very compelling so yeah i i yeah we're gonna see more of tom hiddleston there's no way especially if that dude and he's just good he's good he's, he's like so he good. he owned who do you think i i think that he owned and wins best actor for this series yes i think so too Owen Wilson is a close second. Owen Wilson's really good. I mean, really, the whole cast is really good. Sophia uh, DiMartino is really good. I haven't... I don't think I've seen her in anything else, Mm -hmm. but I really liked her in this. Uh, Of course, I have to give a shout-out to my girl Tara Strong, who voices Miss Minutes. Uh Tara Strong, if you don't know who that is, she has voiced pretty much any of your favorite cartoon characters growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. but anyway, I think I think Loki really has just like Tom Hiddleston was fantastic yep. during this whole. Yep, whole it couldn't series. it couldn't have worked without him. No, and I think he you now realize like how much he's lost. He's actually lost yeah. because him telling her "I just want you to be happy" mm-hmm. is like the farthest cry from what he was doing at the beginning at of the this at the very beginning of, this, of, the, beginning yeah. of the season when he's waxing poetic about his glorious purpose and now he's like i just i just want everyone to be okay or i want i want this person that i care about to be okay yeah it's pretty pretty amazing so we're you can root for him you can root for him 
and not be like he's kind of he's a bad guy but i kind of want to see more Mm -hmm. of him but you can like genuinely root for him and and be like yes i want to see him do well and succeed yeah so yeah uh this is a fun fact i don't know if you knew this you probably did know this um tom hiddleston actually auditioned for the role of thor yes yeah when they were when before all of it came out obviously and i saw like the audition video because he was on jimmy fallon or something and they they showed the old oh i need to go watch that yeah and it's it's so weird because i mean after all this time it's like obviously chris hemsworth is thor and he's and tom hiddleston's obviously loki but it's just it was so funny to think about how different Mm -hmm. it would have been if it would have been an alternate timeline yep yep so that's like uh there there are audition tapes for uh killian murphy auditioning Mm -hmm. as a batman yeah and have you seen those i those are pretty interesting i did know he and you can tell he's just like a he's just a little bit too polished looking yeah to be to be batman so yeah same thing pretty cool so so what's next shang chi september third third i think that's right i think that's right so yeah we got a month month and a half break yeah we don't have any Marvel stuff for a month and a half. Yep. We're going to take a break. Yeah. But we'll have other layover episodes. Yep. And our we're going to be continuing our flyover essentials. So mm-hmm. we've got we've got stuff going on. Yep. We'll be doing some fun stuff. What's what's next on our um Oh boy. I don't know. Uh, well, like off the top of my head, we're me and Eric and Olivia are going to do Chung chunking express Mm -hmm. i don't know brain fart there for some reason i'm sorry and then the there was another one that we were gonna do talk about napoleon dynamite napoleon dynamite so i think those are those are two in the hopper for everyone to look forward to Mm -hmm. and then after that we might do some like kind of different games not cover or different episodes not cover movies necessarily but maybe what it would be like to pitch a movie Mm -hmm. one of us to pitch to the other two hosts uh, a movie with a cast and a budget and a genre mm-hmm. in a script and synopsis or not a full script that would be that would be insane insane i don't know if any of us have a time we're not maniacs. have the time to write a script yes exactly so uh yeah we've got some cool stuff to to move forward with in the future and it's gonna be it's gonna be great i'm very excited about it's gonna it be good stuff yeah for sure yeah so, so. Isaac, do you have anything else to add before we we sign off? I just I just want you to know that I don't want to hurt you and I don't want to throne. I just want you to be okay. <laughs> well, I'm not you. Oof. I'm going to go kill Big King oof. the Conqueror. So, some great acting from Tom Hiddleston. That was really sad. I was like, was "Oh really shit." Sad. Like <laughs> Yeah, it was it's just right in the feels. Right in the gut. That was oh. like uh, Ant-Man and his daughter level of oh, emotion yeah. Yeah. yes 100% yep alright well we will see you guys later and remember to rate review subscribe share this with Loki and friends and family who might agree or strongly disagree with our takes on this episode <laughs> and yeah Olivia we'll catch you on the flippity flip on the flippity flip actually we're gonna go watch some TV together since we're in the since same place yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be great it's gonna be great we'll All see right. you later bye